Hey there, Quajo here. And if you haven't heard my voice, I'm the new host of the Art of Online Business. Quick update on my new offer. I did not expect the initial launch spots to sell out so fast. I'm talking about Facebook ad setup to success, which is one-on-one -on -one Facebook ads coaching for the driven course creator from me, three Zoom calls within a month and unlimited support in between so that you can run your lead generation campaigns, your launch campaigns, your SLO, self-liquidating offer funnels, exactly like I would, getting all my tips and tricks and strategies plus just unlimited support inside of Slack or Voxer or one lady's even doing it from inside of Messenger with screen recordings, Loom recordings, this sort of thing, questions. This is what I'm doing, but all those limited spots that at the initial launch price, they are gone. And I just wanted to explain that out of integrity to the people who took those first spots, um, the price has gone up and there are one, there's one spot maybe two if I do some scheduling jujitsu for May, otherwise we're booking into June. You can click on the link in the description below to find out more, or you can go to theartofonlinebusiness.com forward slash call if you need that kind of one-on-one -on -one Facebook help. All right, back to the episode. Well, I happen to be in an advantageous position of when I was a digital marketer of having gone through over 150 strategy sessions with clients on the phone with Ryan Dice or Frank Kern or Perry Belcher or Roland Frazier. So you might say in about a six-month time period, I got a complete immersion into online funnels, everything that you should do, everything that you shouldn't do, and exactly what the process needs to be in order to take whatever your offer is and determine not only the type of funnel, but exactly what the other pieces of the funnel need to be in order to give it the best chance for conversion. This is the show where I bring you the best tips, tactics, and strategies for using paid traffic to grow your business on autopilot. You also hear what's working and not working right now from the top minds in online marketing so that you can get more leads and sales every day without having to empty your wallet in the process. All right, let's jump into it. Welcome back to another episode of the Art of Paid Traffic Podcast. How's it going, my AOPT friends? This is episode number 33. I am Rick Mulready. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. Appreciate you tuning into the podcast here. Super excited about today's episode because we're going to dive into one of my favorite topics. We're actually diving back into it. We're going to be talking about sales funnels today. And I'm excited to welcome Jody Underhill onto the show. Now, Jody's known as a funnel architect and conversion Specialist. That's right. That's a title. Well, I, I, he might have given himself that title, but I love it. Funnel architect and conversion specialist. He's currently a partner at Game Changer Profits, where he architects sales funnels for clients there. He also used to be a digital marketer, which is Ryan Dice's company, where he helped architect funnels there. And he's also a local marketing strategist. He's been doing this a long time and really knows his stuff. And we cover a lot today, guys. So I want to jump right into it. Here's what you're going to learn from my conversation here with Jody. We get into sales funnel strategy. We talk about where to start when building your sales funnel, including where most people get this step wrong. Jody shares specific types of funnels that you might consider using for your business. He takes you through step-by-step, -step, including the types of email sequences and timing for when to send those emails, what a highly converting webinar sales funnel 
looks like. So he, he breaks the whole webinar sales funnel down for us step by step. It's a great conversation around that. He gets into what a sales funnel might look like if a webinar doesn't make sense for your business. And he uses the example of a dentist. He shares the concept of a liquidation offer and what that means and how to use it within your sales funnel. You'll learn tips on how to get uh, how to go about creating the right kind of offer for your business, including things like a liquidation offer, a tripwire, upsells, downsells. So if you don't have those products in place or offers in place right now, he's going to share exactly how to go about how he recommends going about creating the right types of offers. Jody shares what to do when people have gone all the way through your webinar funnel and haven't bought from you. So much gold here from Jody today. We're chock full of sales funnel tips and strategies. And I realized a lot of what we talk about today is very visual. So what I've done is I've taken some of the strategies and the sales funnel tips and, and everything that Jody breaks down for you today. I've created a cheat sheet for you. So this is going to be a sales funnel cheat sheet, which visually represents some of what Jody's talking about here today. And you can download that for free over on the show notes page for today's episode, which is rickmulready.com forward slash 33. It's a number 33. All right, let's go hang out with Jody. All right, Jody Hunter Hill, thank you so much for joining me on the Art of Pay Traffic. How are you doing today? I am doing absolutely wonderful. Glad to be here. Now, you were telling me a little bit before we got re- recording here, you are you are just not doing anything during your day. You got the feet up and uh, you have nothing going on. Uh, but tell us a little bit about what you do have going on because I'm saying that in jest. I know you're super busy with uh, with everything. You used to be a digital marketer, um, headed up their funnel strategies and so forth. Tell us a little bit more about what you have going on right now. Sure. Well, the other thing I do um, that I've done besides working with digital marketers, also I do a lot of work in the local marketing space, um, where I um, work with local marketers and do coaching with some of the, you know, some names like uh, some of the people that may recognize, like Russell Brunson, Damian Zamora, Kevin Wilkie, and some of the, the those bigger names in the local marketing space. And more recently, what I'm doing right now also is I'm working with Zach Johnson with Game Changer Profits and working with him in the standpoint of being a funnel architect and actually doing strategy sessions with people that come in for us to do done for you services. Mm-hmm. And, and the part of the, you know, the reason of me being in that position of doing strategy because people ask me all the time, well, how do you know how to do all this online funnel stuff whenever you basically got your start doing local marketing? Well, I happened to be in an advantageous position of when I was a digital marketer of having gone through over 150 strategy sessions with clients on the phone with Ryan Dice or Frank Kern or Perry Belcher or Roland Frazier. So you might say in about a six-month time period, I got a complete immersion into online funnels, everything that you should do, everything that you shouldn't do, and exactly what the process needs to be in order to take whatever your offer is and determine not only the type of funnel, but exactly what the other pieces of the funnel need to to be in order to give it the best chance for conversion. Mm. So, so basically, I've become a funnel architect and conversion specialist. I love it. I love it. I, I love that title too. Take us inside one of those strategy sessions, if you will. Obviously, you don't have to be specific with who the client was, but what types of uh, what's the conversation look like? What types of questions are being asked, and and what are you specifically taking note of during that type of conversation? You know, and the the thing with that is, is that most people think it. You know, it starts off, and actually, the strategy session is a two step. The first step is an information gathering with their general numbers, mm-hmm. and you would be surprised some of the the people that have you know multi million dollar companies that we talk to that actually just don't know their basic metrics. 
So the first thing we have to do is kind of understand what their basic metrics is on the on the first call, on the fact finding call, and then from there we go into the actual the strategy of the funnel itself. Once we know those numbers, and when we start looking at the actual strategy of the funnel itself, the first thing we focus on, what most people focus on, is this is what I want to sell. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the wrong thing to start with. Yeah, that's what you want to sell, but what we have to look at is what is the end game. What is it that you ultimately want the people that are coming into your funnel to wind up? What is the relationship that you want to ultimately have with them? Because that sets the tone for the entire funnel from that standpoint. Because, yeah, it's great to sell a product, but selling a product in and of itself does not make a business. You have to, you know, your business is greater than a single product or a single service because that may be what it focuses on right now. But what is the overall relationship that you want to have over time? And how is it that you want to make your customers feel? when they're doing business with you. Mm. Once we identify that, then we are able to develop a congruent and authentic voice with the client to be able to make sure that everything we do from the person entering into the funnel to all the way to the point of them making the ultimate purchase that they have felt like they have felt comfortable and authentic all the way through the steps of the funnel. So we start off with that core mission of what it is that they're looking to do so that we can then strategize from there how to put the pieces in place moving forward. Now, I really want to ask you, how do you go about putting those those pieces into place? But are we able to answer that without having a specific example in mind? Sure. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So uh, there's a couple of different types of funnels. Um, there is the typical, um, the one that you know, digital marketers made famous, the typical five things funnel. You, know, you start off with, a, you have a lead magnet, and then you, from there, when they opt in for the lead magnet, you take them to a tripwire, which is a low dollar, like you know, $7 to $27 offer. And then after they buy the tripwire, they go to the, core, the, to the core offer, which is you know, then an, a higher sale of around $297 or so. And then from there, they go to the profit maximizer. Um, which is you know can be anywhere from it can sky's the limit on that, mm-hmm. and then then they go to the return path, which is the email series that bring them back into the funnel wherever they drop out. That's the standard video sales letter funnel. Um, one of the things that we've focused on more at Game Changers has been uh, is more of a webinar funnel. And with that, um, well, I've dealt with several people that have you know come to us and they have a funnel in place, and the webinar is the last thing on their in the funnel. But the webinar is actually the main thing they need to get people on so that they can you know, show the value. So what, what, the, one of the ways that you can do the video sales that are funnel if you have a lower end offer. But if you're really looking at taking the, um, the, the person to a purchase of somewhere between $500 to $2,000, mm-hmm. a webinar funnel tends to be has a, have a higher conversion factor. So as soon as they, you know, they see your ad or whatever on Facebook or wherever you bring them in from, the first step is taking them immediately to a webinar registration page. Mm-hmm. And the reason that you want to do that is because you want to, it gives you a chance to provide them with ultimate value because a webinar typically is 60 to 90 minutes long and it gives you intimate contact with them. And you're, they're able to stay there, they're able to ask questions, and they're able to dig more in depth into what the content is. Now, we don't stop there. That's the first step. From there, after they register for the webinar, we, then we take them to what we call a liquidation offer or what would have been the tripwire in the other funnel. And the liquidation offer is between 7 to maybe $97. And we call it the liquidation offer because it's what we typically will utilize to pay for the paid traffic coming into the funnel. Mm, okay. so, all right. So that's why it's a liquidation. Now, then from there, if they say yes to the liquidation offer, we take them to a one-time upsell offer. And the reason they get to see that offer, it's something you typically offer, but it's at a much reduced rate because they've just registered for the webinar. They've bought the first thing. So you want to reward them for taking action. So you provide them with the opportunity to buy the next piece of the puzzle. What's very, very important here is to make sure that your 
liquidation offer, your low end, you know, seven to ninety-seven dollar mm-hmm. um, purchase, and your upsell, both are congruent with the information that you're going to be providing on the webinar, and don't supplant or replace the value of what you're going to be delivering. Okay, it so has to be. Yeah. Sorry, 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 Jay. You're so they're registering, <clears throat> they register for the webinar, and then you're introducing, giving them the opportunity for that low end product at that point, right before they even hit the webinar. Correct. Okay. Right. Okay. And in, in, in either way, even if they say no, if they say no to the low-end offer, then we take them straight to the webinar registration page. It has the video. It has all the information. Here's you put it on your Google Calendar, your iCal, mm-hmm. or your Outlook. You know, it goes to that registration page. But we're giving them the opportunity to go ahead and get invested and indoctrinated more into what we're going to be talking about on the webinar by offering them these pieces that are going to give them even more value. Um, with the information that they're going to receive on the webinar. Hmm. Okay, so they register for the webinar. They get in, they get this this special offer, and they either obviously take it, and then they get the upsell opportunity. If they don't take it, then they just get kicked over, for lack of a better way to say that, get kicked over to the you're all registered, you know, page where you can add it to your calendar and so forth. Is that do I kind of have that right? That is exactly correct. Perfect. And then once they go to that registration page, and then that triggers an anticipation sequence that sends them a series of emails, getting them getting them excited and continuing to validate the reason that they signed up for the webinar and what they're going to learn on the webinar so that it will increase the chances of them actually showing up for the webinar. Because with your webinar, if you get to where you have around a 30% show up rate from your registrations, mm-hmm. you're, that, you're, you're doing good. You're getting to the point where you're, you know your message is getting seen. You would think it would be much higher than that. Yeah. But most people these days, and you know, they register for a webinar, what they're doing is they're registering for the webinar so they, can, they hopefully will be able to be able to watch either a replay or see a recording of it later on, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah, so there's some di- different tricks that you can do to increase, the, um, increase that. And that's if you're doing a live webinar. Yep. If you're doing a, an automated webinar, you can take them through the same sequence, but as soon as they get done with the first two offers, you can make it so that they, you have a, an automated webinar. It can start every hour on the hour. Sure. And so with that, if they register, let's say they're registered right now. It's, um, I'm on the East Coast. It's 2.14 p.m. right now. Let's say that they registered. Then it would tell them the next webinar will be starting in 46 minutes. Now watch this important update. And it would go into the you know go into the pitch for the liquidation offer, mm. and then from there, and then it would work the same way. It's just they would be watching these other offers right before they got on the webinar. Gotcha. Okay. So now, so, so they do you do the webinar, and then what does the funnel look like after the webinar? And specifically, I'd love to get into kind of timing of when that follow up series mm-hmm. starts. So let's just say you you present the offer on the webinar. They let's just say they don't purchase. And this is somebody who showed up to the webinar. And granted, they're, I'm, I'm guessing that you're going to say that to send them down different um, post, you know, follow up sequences after that, depending on, you know, did they stay the whole time? Um, did they not show up? Did they show up, but they, you know, they kicked off halfway through? Can you kind of take us through what, what that sort of, what does that sure. sequence or those sequences look like? Yeah, there's two main sequences that we utilize, and I'm going to talk about the live webinar funnel. Sure. Um, because, and with that, because with that, if they, if they don't attend, we put them into what we call an encore sequence. And the encore sequence is inviting them back to a, an encore presentation of the webinar, right? So give them another chance to see it. And most people are used to seeing that. One of the things that most people are not used to seeing is they're not used to seeing that encore invitation happening within an hour of the webinar ending. 
Right. And that's a key thing that you want to focus on is most people wait till the next day to send it. That's too long. Yep. They already didn't show up. Why would you wait 24 hours to invite right. them back again? So as soon as the webinar is over, it's like immediately your system is saying, hey, sorry, you, you know, the webinar just ended. Sorry, you didn't make it. Uh, we want to give you an opportunity to attend a live encore and then you know, to send that encore sequence. So, and there's a sequence of three emails that go out inviting them to that next encore. If they did attend and did not take you up on the offer, they get a different sequence, and that different sequence is what we call an objection handling sequence. And what we go through with that is we go through and answer the most commonly the most common objections to why someone might not buy the offer. Mm. So and and so it goes through, and because you typically, if somebody's not buying it, there's you know that there's a few different things. It could either be that they they don't believe that. They don't see the value in it. It could be that it's just that they, there's too much money for them right now, or it could be that they have a different type of convincer strategy. And most people have one of three different types of strategies. It's either an immediate convincer strategy, which I'm sure that I and everyone that is in my family has, because as soon as we see something and want it, we buy it. Um, my wife, especially, <laughs> she has that. I've been I've been in a I've been at a, an event before where I was speaking on stage. I've walked off stage, and before the and the other person finished, before I get back to where she's sitting in the audience, and she's already bought two other people's products. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> you know you're never going to look at this stuff. But it's, uh, So they have an instant convincer strategy. Well, some people have either a length of time convincer strategy or a number of times convincer strategy. So we purposely set the objection handling sequence up to in a series of three emails because typically with its number of times, for some reason, the magic number seems to be three on getting that number of touches um, after they've been on the webinar. Or if it's a length of time, it's typically around um, 48 to 72 hours. And so that's, that those emails are stretched out over that period so that it gives you the best chance of um, validating with whatever type of buying strategy they have, if it's whether it's length of time or number of times, it covers both of those realms to increase your chance of converting them into a lead or into a sale, rather. Mm, okay. Okay. Um, I totally had a question there. That now it's escaping me. Um, when you were talking about the person who was on the webinar, no, that they, that they did not show up in the webinar. Oh, you're talking about the Encore um, opportunity is that a live encore? Is that or is that a replay of the of the webinar? It's totally up to the individual client. Okay. Um, the live encore typically converts better, and I mean, and for that matter, live webinars convert better as well. Yeah, sure. Uh, live webinars always convert better than a recorded webinar. The but the the value and the the advantage of recorded webinars is that you can have a lower attendance rate and a lower conversion rate because it's not taking your time. To do it right, right. So you're able to, if you have a lower conversion rate and a lower show up rate, it's fine because it's playing every hour at the top of the hour. You have more bites at the app or more chances for them to see it. And so over time, your actual numbers from your automated webinar can actually be, have a higher profit margin than than your live webinar actually would have. Sure. So what we always do is we run webinars live until we get to the point where we have at least a twenty to twenty five percent conversion uh, on the webinar. And then we know we've got it to a point where it's a winner, and then we take it and turn it into an automated webinar. Did you say 20 to 25%? Yes. That's really high. Very high. <laughs> so, yep. But, that many, but if, you, but if you, you, know, you have it positioned right and you've built the value correctly, right. and you get it to that point where you're at that around the 20% range, then mm-hmm. you're ready to go automated. And there's some people that get, they're satisfied with a 15% conversion, but we always, you know, we want to set the bar high. Sure. And, if, and, and I would rather set it really high and then be comfortable that we've missed it a little bit below that to be able to take it live than to set it at 10% and try it and go to automation. Yeah. 
Wow, that's a, that's a. I mean, I would kill for twenty twenty five percent conversion right now on on a live uh, webinar. That's 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 great. Now what? Now take me through what what happens if you these people have gone through your follow up sequence. They have not bought, so they've reached the end. And I want to I want to kind of phrase this question or, or pose it, I should say, from a live webinar standpoint and an automated webinar standpoint, because I'm guessing it's not very different. But what do you do with those people who have gone through your follow up sequence and they have not purchased from you? You put other offers in front of them. Okay. And and basically, and but and but you, then you have to decide: are those offers your offers, or are they offers for uh, someone else's product? I like to keep the offers as much my own as possible. Mm-hmm. Whenever we're in that standpoint, I'll give you an example, like with Game Changer, with Game Changer Profits. Sure. If they go all the way through the webinar and they get to the point, because we're selling a done for you service on the webinar, and actually on the webinar we're not selling the done for you service; we're selling a strategy session. And we're selling a strategy session, which has a $100 deposit. They go through the strategy session. And then if we, they qualify, then we move them into the done, complete done-for-you service. If they go through all the webinar, they go through everything, and they, are not, they wind up not taking us up on that, then we have two other things that we can then downsell them into after we know that we've exhausted them by becoming, becoming part of our done-for-you service clientele. Mm. The first is we offer them an information product because usually if they don't do it, it's either that it's a money thing or time. Or, you know, they just don't want to take the time to do it right then because it is a 90-day engagement, you know, to get a funnel completely done for you built out. Sure. So what we then do is we have a done-for, we have a product that um, that they can that we can put in front of them and walk, run them. We run them through. We don't just say, "Hey, hey, go buy this product." We take them through another funnel, but now we take them through more of an automated funnel for the product. And the product, you know, can be between a thousand to two thousand dollars. But it's for those people that want to be able to do it themselves and walk step by step through the training of how to do that. Are are those people who got on the um, the strategy call? And did not buy, or did did they not go with the strategy call? But, um, it, Typically, the ones that typically the ones that did not go with the strategy call. Okay. If they're on the strategy call and they decide not to move forward, we have the opportunity right then to downsell them while they're on the phone. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. We can we can do that, and then we do very good at doing that as well. Um, but from the standpoint of what's going to fit best into their situation. Gotcha. Because we don't ever position it well since you can't afford it. So you know, since this doesn't fit best into your situation right now, we do have another option, and which may be able to help you put things in place yourself and get to a position where your situation changes where it would be a fit for us to help you. Mm-hmm. It's all okay. in the language, obviously, that you use. For sure. Um, and then the other thing we do is we do a live event once a quarter where they can, um, they can come in. It's about half the price or a little, little less than half the price of the, li- of the done for you. But they come to the live event. It's a two-day event. And we walk them through all of the pieces. We give them the, the information product and walk them through all the pieces so that they walk out of the live event with all of the components put together for them to go just implement whenever they get back. And so their funnel is basically ready to go mm. at the end of that two-day event. So we have those options available so that when we get through, it's not a, if they don't buy this one thing, we're done. We have other things in place to be able to continue to put in front of them based on their situation and their needs. Love it. Love it. So I have two follow-up questions here for you, sure. Jody. One about exactly what we're talking about right now, and then I kind of want to go back to what you, something you were talking about earlier. If someone does not have a couple of products to downsell people to, what is the process for, or, or, or what are some things or strategies that someone can can do to figure out what those products should be? Um, the easiest thing to look at is something that is going to be congruent. Obviously, there's going to be a value add to what you do that does not directly compete 
with something that you would want to be offering in the future. Okay. Because just because you don't have two or three products today does not mean that you won't have two or three products. But you, so you, you look at things that are in the same, that are in the same niche or the same venue, um, but they're the same category rather, but they're not in direct competition to you. So for instance, let's say that I was in the, um, I'm in the business of selling or doing sales funnels, but there's someone else that I know that is that had does a great job of selling training on how to do strategy sessions. Mm-hmm. And I know that the majority of the people that we wind up that we are selling funnels to are in the realm of being able to sell via a consultative sales approach. Mm, okay. Then I would have no problem offering that consultative sales approach training in addition to what I'm doing with building sales funnels because I don't do sales training. Sure, sure. Okay. So it ha- but, but so it's congruent. It still goes in place because if someone has a sales funnel, you know, it's about and they do something where they do a consultative sale. Uh, they still need to have that aspect to be able to know that they're going to be able to close on the, sure. on the sale. And along with it, you really need to know who your audience is that you're bringing on to the webinar. Exactly. Gotcha. And, and, and part of the, and the great thing about knowing who your audience is, is because with, I mean, with today with the, the ability to advertise on Facebook and things like that is you can, you know, you can set your ads to speci- the specific demographics of exactly who you're looking for. Mm. You know, like for instance, yeah. if I'm working with a, um, I'm, wor- I'm working with a tropical resort who wants to put their inf- their message in front of Americans and Canadians who are 35 to, to 65 years of age, who are college educated and have make have a median income over a hundred thousand dollars are married and have a median income over a hundred thousand dollars. You can target that specifically so that you don't have to worry about segmenting who's seeing their ads. Only the people that are, have that demographic see the ads. Right, right. So, you can, so the more you know about your perfect customer ahead of time, the better you're going to be not only for the languaging in the funnel, but also whenever it comes time to driving traffic into the funnel just so that you have the best chance of conversion. Sure. And is that the same sort of answer for that initial liquidation? I think you called it liquidation offer. So when somebody signs up for the webinar, they get presented with sort of a low cost offer. Is that the same process for figuring out what that might be if someone doesn't have that sort of product in place already? Yes. Yeah. Because what we, typically what we would do is we take it and we fragment the core offer. Because they're main, oh, okay. we take we look at the main offer, and we they either sometimes people come to us and they have a bunch of different pieces, and we can move things around or transition them into fitting into those kind of into those those positions. But if they don't, we look at what piece of your core offer can be fragmented off to where you can take that and make it something that is stands alone as the as an offer mm. and does and does without detracting huge value from the core offer. Gotcha. So it might be, I don't know, if it's a training course, it might be one module or some videos or, or something like that. Yeah. If, I mean, it probably would, if it's, or it could be um, a, a checklist that they have to go through that they need to go through in order to identify the perfect opportunity for whatever it is that, you know, whatever it is that they're the business they're in. Gotcha. Um, I've had one, like for instance, with a, a, some guys that were doing, um, working in the local marketing space, the thing they would, they were giving away was the, the, the perfect, email to get pe- to get your prospects attention um to get your, to get the email opened and so they so send the email then the next step was guess what now that you have the perfect email you're going to have a problem you're going to have a lot of people wanting to go and and talk to you so you know what you need now you need to know exactly you need to have the script step by step on what to say and guess what now when you have that script step by step with what to say you know what you're really going to need you're really going to need to have a full blown website that will be able to walk them through those steps so that you can utilize that as you're having the conversation so and so the ultimate thing they were selling them is a marketing package for insurance agents. Uh, and the okay. main offer was selling them a website, but before they sold them a website, they had to show them how to get business in order to p- have the money to pay for the website. Ah, uh, smart. 
Smart. Now, not to, and I kind of want to, I want, I do want to wrap up here, but I mean, I, I, I geek out about this stuff, Jody. I love it. What about if someone's not doing webinars? So someone, let's just say somebody has a business that doesn't, is not super conducive to, um, a webinar. And, and granted, webinars are very, very conducive to many different types of businesses. But what if someone out there, one of, one of our listeners here is just not, into doing webinars or, you know what, they're like, you know what, my business it just is not, um, well, a webinar is not something I want to use to sell my product. Right. So then it would go back to the standard you know, video sales letter type um, sales funnel because you know, with that, and I'll give you an example, like for instance, with a dentist, a dentist, nobody wants to get on a webinar about whitening your teeth. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. But everybody wants to have white teeth. They just don't want to get on a webinar about it. Sure. So with that, you can offer them, but every, a, a offer them an irresistible offer of being able to discover how they can get their teeth whitened, for get their teeth whitened, get ex, get exams, and get um, get X-rays for get a, exam, teeth whitened exam and X-rays for only twenty dollars. Okay, I just put your email in. We'll show you exactly how to get that. Boom! They put their email in. The video sales letter explains to them exactly what to do. All they got to do is you know, here. This is why we're doing this for this price, and they are able to buy right there on the page. They buy the teeth whitening. After they buy the teeth whitening, it takes them to you know what? Guess what? You're gonna have we're gonna whiten your teeth, but it doesn't do a lot of good to whiten your teeth if your teeth are not clean. So we have a teeth cleaning for 147 dollars. Mm. So it takes them step by step, and then finally they can at the end of it if they take them up on it. They even have a dental assistance program that they can sell them on all the way through. It's always important to have more than one thing that you're selling. And the reason is that you want to get your average order value over $100 because once you get your average order value over $100, you're able to profitably buy more customers. Mm. What I mean by buying more customers, you're able to go on Facebook or Google and actually pay for the customers that are coming into the funnel. And it gives you the ability, once you have that, to be able to grow exponentially with your business. Because the person who can pay the most money for a customer will always win. Yep. I love it. I love it. I think that's a good place to stop. I, I mean, literally, we could talk about this all afternoon, Jody. You have a you have a very busy day, so we won't do that. Where can people connect with you and learn more about um, Game Changer Profits and everything that you have going on? Sure, it's it's this really obscure website. It's called GameChangerProfits.com, <laughs> and uh, whenever you go there, you'll find that it gives you the opportunity to either um, download get the, get access to a video that walks you through a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about, or guess what? You'll never figure it out. Register for a live webinar. I love it. <laughs> so, uh, so yes, gamechangerprofits.com is uh, where to get that. And my name is, like I said, is Jody Underhill. And you, I'm, if you just look around online, I'm sure you can find me. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jody. I really appreciate you coming on today. Absolutely. Thank you, Rick. It's been an absolute pleasure. I hope it's been a value to your listeners. Okay, truth. Talking about sales funnels is one of my favorite things to do. I could do it for hours. I know, totally geeky, but. I love studying this stuff and trying new things out in my business and also with uh, my with my coaching clients. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I put together a sales funnel cheat sheet that visually maps out for you some of the sales funnels that Jody talked about today. And you can download it for free over on the show notes page for today's episode, which is at rickmulready.com forward slash 33. It's the number 33. Coming up in the next episode, we are going to continue talking about sales funnels, this time with a copywriter. And his name is Steve Earle. Like Jody, Steve also works for Game Changer Profits. And we're going to get into what you should be thinking about when it comes to copywriting in your sales funnel. By the way, I have no vested interest. I have no affiliate relationship or anything with Game Changer Profits. I merely met these guys at uh, InfusionCon in Phoenix a few weeks ago, liked what they were doing a lot. 
like them like them as as people and really thought that they, they'd add a lot of value here to the podcast, which is why I invited them to be on the show. So until the next episode, keep testing your paid traffic, my friends, to find out what works for you and your business and then do more of what's working. And I'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to avoid the seven biggest mistakes that burn through course creators ad money? I see these over and over and over again, and I put them together in a mini email series. This is not fluff. Each of the seven mistakes, I also have a recorded video tutorial showing you inside of Facebook Ad Manager how to fix those mistakes. This is good, solid, and it will save you money or help you make more money with your Facebook ads. Click down in the show notes below. You'll see the link, and you can go download it right now for free.